0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Law Schoolers. It's been a long time. It's been quite a few months. Let's just say this semester's been a little bit busy. I've got a little baby with me right now. Don't know if she'll say hi or anything. you want to say anything? Nope. Alright, well, she's been a little grumpy lately, but I'm going to try and do an episode while holding her just just to see if we can do that. Uh, I thought it would be a little fun just just to try that out. But we have been covering a lot of material this semester. I'm in four classes, Secure Transactions, Ethics, Con Law 2, and then also I am in uh, Business Associations. Uh, Three of those classes are bar classes, and then I guess Ethics is also a bar class. It's the MPRE, so you have to pass that class to actually take the bar. Well, not necessarily to take the bar, but to pass the bar. But what I'm going to be doing, since I'm so far behind, is I'm just going to focus one class at a time. So you're going to get about 50 episodes of one class before moving on to the next class. I'm going to start with what I'm most comfortable with, and then I'll progressively get to what I'm least uh, comfortable with as far as uh, how I feel about the material and my knowledge with the material. Um, So that means that the order of what I'm going to be presenting this material is going to be uh, first secure transactions, then con law two, and then ethics, and then I'll finish off with business associations. There's a ver- variety of reasons why uh, this semester has been pretty stressful. It's not just because of being a new dad, but there's a lot of things that have been going on. Won't elaborate, but we can go ahead and get started. This episode, we're going to be introducing secured transactions. You talking? Yeah. So, we're going to be introducing secured transactions. And to do that, I just want to say what a secure transaction is and give some of the key actors, key elements, just to talk about it and uh, see what is going on before we really dive into uh, an overview of everything that we are going to be talking about throughout these episode series related to secure transactions. Well, our financial system involves creditors and debtors, and you can also say that they're obligors. But we'll get into the difference between a debtor and obligor later. Essentially, what we want to talk about now is that our system is made up of loans, creditors, loan money, or other things to the debtors debtors then are obligated to pay back the loan. And what a secured transaction is, is when the debtor has some collateral that they offer up to secure that loan. In other words, the debtor is saying, hey, I'm going to pay you back, but to make sure that I pay you back, you can have some rights in this collateral, and if I don't pay you back, well then this collateral is essentially yours. And that collateral is typically going to be items, or uh, it it could be documents, just anything that has some value to the creditor, that way that they end up paying back the loan. Article 9 of the UCC is going to govern these types of transactions. It's also known as a consensual lien. So you've got consensual liens, which are going to be these agreements between parties. Hey, if you pay me this, then I'll pay you back. And as collateral, I'll give you this item. You're also going to have statutory liens. Uh, Those involve things like mechanics liens. And then you also have judgment liens. We are going to be focusing mostly on consensual liens. But we will, uh, throughout the semester, we'll be talking about uh, some... those statutory liens and those judgment liens as well okay so once the debt is created there are two ways to collect that debt you can do it judicially or non-judicially and that's going to be where we get into that judgment lien kind of realm the non-judicial non-judicial options include asking for what is owed so you can ask for your money back or you can set off which means that you, uh, that you owe them something and they owe you something, so you're just going to uh, set off, uh, cancel out what is loaned, and then everything else left over goes to the person who is left over. You can send it to debt collection agencies. And then judicially, uh, the secured party that wants to establish a judicial lien needs to follow the following procedure. The obligor defaults. The obligor is the person who's responsible for paying back the loan. Sometimes that's the debtor, sometimes it's not. After the default, a lawsuit is going to happen. Judgment's going to be entered onto that lawsuit. And then a writ of execution is going to be issued, which gives the sheriff authority to go and collect the collateral. Once the sheriff levies the writ, which means that they just go and actually gather that collateral, this is the point where the secure, trans, secure creditor actually has a judgment lien on that collateral. At that point, the collateral is going to be auctioned, and any of the money that comes from that auction is going to be used to satisfy the judgment, uh, either in full or in part. And so the judgment... the debt obligation will either be fully satisfied if it's all paid back if not then the debtor is still going to owe some money to the uh, to the creditor and if there's anything left over meaning the debt is satisfied in full and there's still money left over well then that's going to go back to the debtor as well again statutory liens is just where the creditor automatically has an interest in the collateral, regardless of the consent of the debtor. The classic example of this is going to be a mechanic's lien. Uh, If you take your vehicle to a mechanic uh, for repairs, the mechanic has the right to hold on to your vehicle until you actually pay for those repairs. And that's an example of a statutory lien. So, as I mentioned, we are going to be focusing mostly on consensual liens throughout all of this material, uh, talking about how they work and how Article 9 of the UCC governs these consensual liens, uh, because that that's really where most of these liens arise from. <clears throat> throughout this semester, we're going to be talking about how to establish these consensual liens, how to let other people know that you have these liens. And then we'll also talk about if there's multiple people who have a consensual lien, how, who gets first dibs in those liens. That's going to be our focus throughout this semester and throughout this content. I should say not throughout the semester because we're near the end of the semester already, and I'm just trying to catch up with all this content. I appreciate you all. Uh, thanks for your patience with me, and I hope to see you on the flip side. Have a good one. Bye.